the Westwood One Podcast Network. I would tell you that the most meaningful thing to me in this job has been the time that I've been able to spend with men and women in uniform. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup. Hello there, TNQ Nation. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I'm producer Andrew, and I'm joined today by Marcus and Melanie Luttrell. Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Team Never Quit podcast. Today, we're honoring our veterans past and present, and I have a very, very special guest, Vice President Mike Pence. It's going to be awesome, guys. Yeah. All right. Today's listener story is sponsored by Manhunters. Dive into the real story of the hunt for Pablo Escobar from former TNQ podcast guests Steve Murphy and Javier Pena in this incredible new book. All right, Melanie. This is from Dave, and the title is Young Warriors Teach an Old Dog New Tricks. At almost 62 years of age, this is probably not your usual never-quit story, but it's the story of finally understanding who I am because of you guys. I enlisted in the Marine Corps in 1974. I was a grunt that never saw combat, but also served right at the end of the involvement in Vietnam. The military wasn't looking upon in a good light back then. All I wanted to be was a Marine, but at that time in the country, we were looked upon as losers. Following my release, I had a very hard time adjusting to the civilian world, just like many others who write their stories. I won't bore you with the details, but drugs, restlessness, almost homelessness, were where I was headed. But God had other plans. I was blessed with several mentors that helped lead me back, but I was still always restless. I was hit by a drunk driver and lost both my hips at age 30 in 1988. I had considered re-enlisting at that time. I sank into depression, gained weight, basically became an angry man. I had no identity. And fast forward to just a couple of years ago, my wife works at the library. She brought home a book, Lone Survivor. I was riveted by Marcus's story. This led me to a Patriot tour. Marcus and the speakers introduced me to the warrior class. I realized I was in that class, but had been denying it to myself for years. I woke up and realized what a whiner I had become. And then I found the podcast, and you and your guest stories have been an inspiration ever since. Every day I wake up more positive, and I look for ways that I can do good. I've lost weight, and I continue to do so. Not for looks, but to be better able to help people with a healthy mind and healthy spirit. I know this sounds fragmented, but you all will never understand what a blessing you have been to me and my family. God bless you all. Sincerely, Dave Hopper. Dave, thanks for writing in, brother. Uh, each person's put down here can unlock one thing inside you that no one else can. And we all kind of go out and even though our the end game's we don't know what that is. The destinations are different. We're all trying to get through this game of life. And, and as we live, you know, each one of us can learn from each other and the, and the experiences that we went through, man. And uh, when you guys write in and tell me that, I, I appreciate it. 
believe that I uh, it does. That's what motivates me, man. And, and a bad day isn't something that you have to take every single day of your life. It's something that you have to take at that moment, take the good from it, and, and push forward. There are no bad days. They're just hard ones and how well-trained you are for them. And uh, every day is a is a kind of a learned environment. So thank you again for sharing that with us, brother. God bless you, man. Keep charging forward. And Dave, thank you so much for writing in. I mean, if you've served this country at any point in time, it doesn't matter if it was during a war or not during a war or before 9-11 or post 9-11. It doesn't matter what your job was in the military. We appreciate you. And our listeners appreciate you. This country appreciates you. And those who don't should because you gave up your chance to do, you know, whatever to protect us. And it takes everybody in the military, every job to work together to protect us. I hear that sometimes guys get upset. I was in the military, but I wasn't in combat. Well, it's like saying you're part of the... Uh... The team that won the World Series, but you know, you, since you didn't play, you, you're not a part of that, or you're not going to get a ring, or I mean, you're you're part of that. And when you throw on that uniform, that shows everybody your willingness to. If it came to it, and every one of us had to go out and and fight, you would be there on the line. But just like a team, or look at it like a family. In the family, each kind of person has their own responsibility of what they do. And even in a family with a bunch of siblings, there's a couple of the guys and girls in there that do the, if someone's picking on the family, they do the fighting. Not, I mean, if the whole family shows up, then it's real bad, but they're still a family. And we all come back and huddle up to each other. And, and we couldn't do one thing without the other. We progress through the ranks, just like when you're growing up in the family, your responsibilities come different and at different times. The mere fact that, that if your willingness to sign up and throw that uniform on, is that's all anybody has to know. Don't ever dwindle what you did in the military because you, you weren't in a, in, a, in a fight. I mean, life is the fight, right? You're, trust me, you're going to get in one eventually, whether you were in the uniform or, or, or had it on, because we're in it all the time. Everything that you learned in the military is actually, the, the, the cool part about that university is that it's inside of you, in your head. You just take the uniform off and pass it to somebody else, and they, you know, they kind of put their name on it. But you take all those tools and you apply them to civilian life because in civilian life there's going to be battles and wars and, and, and it doesn't have to be against somebody, an enemy standing right across from you. It can be with anything. Not a buddy of mine tell me there's not much call for a sniper in the civilian world. And I was like, well, not that job description and not, not with the rifle part, but everything that makes a sniper goes into being almost anything on, in, uh, in the civilian world. Yeah, and to go in right after Vietnam or right as the war, that war was winding down is huge and just shows your patriotic heart. So thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, especially then. That's a great point. Yeah, thank you for your service. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that sharing your story is a powerful thing. There are people out there that need a kick in the ass, and your story could be the thing to change their lives forever. Take a minute to share your story at teamneverquit.com slash podcast. Click on the Share Your Story button in the menu so we can encourage you along the way. Your story just might be shared on one of our upcoming episodes. Melanie Marcus, it's that time of day again where we ask the Patreon question of the day. Today's question comes from Nathan. Nathan asks, who do you guys reach out to now when you're overwhelmed with life or do you guys even get overwhelmed? 
like every day is a learned experience. And, yeah. and if you, if you look, if you're not getting overwhelmed and you're not pushing yourself, you're not stepping into other brand, uh, realities kind of, of, of life. And that's the, the cool part about it to see what's over there. The cool part about having a family, when you get overwhelmed in that, you go back to them and then they remind you, cause there's times you go in a situation, you get so whipped, you forget where you are. And then when you come back around your, your friends and your family, they're the ones that put you back together. Every time I've ever been whipped, I've always come back to my family. Anytime I've ever had my butt whipped by another guy, it's not my buddies that I go back to. It's my it's the women, right? You know, why you put you back together? So ladies, y'all are stronger in every capacity when it comes to that and, and mending our pride while we kind of lick our wounds and get back up on our feet. But I always end every day when everyone's in bed and, and everything that I've been through to get, uh, throughout the day, I always hit a knee and talk to the Lord because he'll be there for you no matter what. When everything else is falling apart and it, it seems like that there is nothing else you can do, think in your head that this is a test. And as I'm going through it, the Lord's standing right there with me just to see how far I'm willing to go. And if you know he's got your back because you put the work in for him, then there's nothing you can't do. And that's a serious thing. The only reason we can do half the things that we do is because I ha I know without a shadow of a doubt in my every fiber of my being that that's a real thing. And once you have accepted that, then the sky is literally the limit. I agree. I mean, when I'm overwhelmed, I obviously I pray. I'm a big prayer, so I pray. Uh, I vent to my husband, and I've got a girl crew on a text <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a crew <laughs> that oh, all bent man. too but um first and foremost it's my prayer and my husband and then i've got my girl crew yeah it, it, that is exactly the with the family and your crew and your friends so if if you need to you always got to vent about something i don't care that's what what this is all about so if i need to vent something Probably shouldn't say this one, but if I, you know, if I have to vent to my wife, which I never vent about my wife, but that's what your crew is for, right? Hey. If your crew yeah. has to vent about something, that, that's what they're all, each person is there for a certain reason, like I said. And if you've been with the same people throughout your entire life, if you're sitting there getting overwhelmed by something, they will remind you that we have either been through that before and that you can get through it. It's all about just showing the respect to your, to your fellow man. I mean, it's easy to be mean to people. It's not for me. That is something <laughs> clearly different between the Latrells and <laughs> I know for me and um, even Leslie. Like I'm not. I know I'm not supposed to speak for her, but I know her well enough to say, as their wife, we're not naturally mad or angry or ever have a problem being nice to anyone. So that's been something. <laughs> All right, so it took us a while to get through that part too. All right, well, you know, it's the that's the uh, the yin and yang of life, the the positive and negative attraction. My wife is absolutely the opposite of me in those regards. That's why our marriage is so great. It's a counterbalance. You become a, a product of your environment and your, the reality that you live in, and it's that's how you react to everything, and that's by design. That's how we survive. But that doesn't mean that you can't shift. I mean, if you're born in a place where it's miserable all the time in the beginning and there's not a hope and a prayer, you can literally get on a bus and go to the next town and change your life. That's the best part about this place. And the fact that literally if you do not like the environment that you're in, you can get on a bus and drive to a different one and, and start fresh with a smile on your face. And people be nice to you. And I mean, when you meet somebody in the beginning, it's, that's how you do that. You never know who you're standing next to or what, what they've been through. 
Yeah. Thanks for your question, Nathan. If if you're ever looking for someone to talk to, that's what's so special about Team Never Quit in this community is that there are thousands of followers that you can hop online and connect with, and 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 I'm sure that someone's been down the so road with you. So we do is talk <laughs> and listen. We listen. If you guys want exclusive access to the show and bonus behind-the-scenes content, you're going to want to join us on Patreon. You're going to get some sweet access to the community where you can support others and get rare access to Morgan, Marcus, Melanie, all of our incredible guests. Head over to patreon.com slash teamneverquit. Let's get into today's show. Hello, this is Mike Pence from the White House. Mr. Vice President, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for doing this. And I it's am good well, to hear your voice. Marcus Luttrell. It is. It is. And I and Melanie's on here with me. Hi, Melanie. Hi. We are so honored to have you on. Yeah, thank you oh, again I'm for doing this, sir. Not as honored as I am. Thanks, thanks for including me in the Never Quit broadcast for Veterans Day. It just it really it really means a lot to me. I tell you what, we our, our guests are, are all across the board, and it, it's kind of this is a recruitment process for the team. Obviously, you're already a member of the team because you wear one of the finest uniforms in this country. I mean, it doesn't have to be camouflage or a first responder. There are, we all wear uniforms in some capacity, and the one that you that you stepped in, brother, thank you so much for doing that. It's an honor and a privilege. And please make sure you tell the family we said hello. Well, Marcus, thank you for that. We. Uh... Uh, we're we're so honored to be able to be with you on Never Quit uh, with you and Melanie and, and um, you know I am the son of a combat veteran from the Korean War. My uh, my wife's father was Air Force, um, but we couldn't be more proud to have uh, have a son in the Marine Corps, and very soon we'll have a son-in-law in the United States Navy. And uh, let me thank you and Melanie for all that you do uh year round uh through uh through your foundation and through your public speaking on on behalf of all those that are serving and all those who have served you bet you bet thank you sir so people come here to hear amazing stories of never quit attitudes and and this is kind of a special edition of the team never quit podcast it's our veterans edition that's that's why we're honored to have you on here melanie you had a question so my question is what is the coolest day that you've had as vice president well, Melanie, thanks again for having me on. I just have so much respect, Marcus, for you and Melanie and your wonderful family and everything that you do. It's an honor to be with you, particularly on Veterans Day. Um, I, I would I would tell you that the most meaningful thing to me in this job has been the time that I've been able to spend with men and women in uniform. Uh, it's my great privilege. I, I traveled to Coronado. I, I was on the beach with the Navy SEALs in training. I've, I've been to Fort Bragg and met with our special forces there. And um, and uh, and at the president's direction, I traveled downrange and visited our troops in Afghanistan um, in our first two years. And and just I, I never fail to be inspired uh, every time I'm I'm around the the men and women who wear the uniform of this country. It's uh, they they truly are from the rest of us uh, like you Marcus they are the best of us and uh, it doesn't take you too long to be around men and women in uniform or around those who did serve uh, to be inspired and to be proud proud uh, to be an american just a question that always resonates in my head from the day that you ran up to be vice president to when you stepped in there 
what is the one thing that when that you kind of were stepping back like, oh, I didn't expect that one, or this is this is different. Not that it has to be a good or a bad thing, but there's always the anticipation of what that next that like the next moment. Well, it, you know, that's a really wonderful question. I spent 12 years in the Congress of the United States, and then uh, I had the privilege of being governor of the state of Indiana. And I, I will tell you, I uh, I remember my daughter when I when I got a call from uh, from the Republican candidate for president about uh, whether whether I wanted to be considered uh, for this position. I was humbled by that. Uh, never expected uh, to get the call to be considered, uh, let alone picked. And so uh, the whole the whole process of actually having been a candidate uh, was just an incredible honor to me. But I have to tell you, all along the way, I believed that Donald Trump was going to be the 45th president of the United States, because from the moment that he brought his campaign through the state of Indiana in the primary, from the moment that I joined the ticket and traveled the country, I just saw a tremendous uh, confidence uh, among supporters. They knew we could be strong again. They knew we could be be secure again. They knew we could be prosperous again. And, and they saw in the man who is now the president of the United States, a leader who had the vision and the determination to make that a reality. And so by, by the time Inauguration Day came around, it was it was just all a confirmation of what we had seen along the way. And every day since when we've rebuilt our military, when we've stood by our veterans and brought about transformational change, at the VA, expanding veterans' choice all across this country, where we, we've reduced wait times at VA hospitals across this country now. Wait times, believe it or not, are now uh, lower at VA facilities than they are at private sector doctors and hospitals. The, the way we've been able to improve the quality of life for our veterans, uh, revive this economy through tax cuts and tax reform, appoint conservatives to our courts, it's just just been the greatest honor of my life to be vice president uh, to President Donald Trump. To look at your background, and if, and if there's a lot of people who don't know it fully, when you stepped in, in 99, you kind of like you had your own podcast back in the day, right? You had a radio show and a TV show, and then in 99, you stepped over into the political world and then run in Indiana, which is a great state, by the way. I, we had one of our buddies that fell during extortion. When we got to the border, they literally escorted us across the border, the state police. So I just wanted to say what an amazing people of Indiana are. And I know that through all of your years of service, you, you, your son's now, you have one that's a Marine and he's a, a fly boy. So let's, it's Veterans Day. I, we need to hear about him. <laughs> Marcus. What made Michael want to join? Well, you know, you'd probably have to ask Captain Michael Pence uh, <laughs> that decision. Um, but, you know, I will tell you, I, I expect it was that he, he grew up in a family that uh, just, has such a deep appreciation for the men and women of our armed forces. Um, and, and I'm always very humbled when I, when I talk to people like you, Marcus, when I, when I talk to active duty members of our military and our veterans, because, you know, for Karen and me, our, our lives graduating high school in the late 1970s didn't take us into the uniform of the United States. But 
you know, during my years in Congress, when Michael was growing up, uh, you know, I made a point to visit our, our troops downrange in Iraq and Afghanistan every year for 10 years in a row. And I, I think, uh, I, I think Michael's admiration for his uh, grandfathers, his admiration for the troops that I, I hope he, he got from his dad when, uh, when he heard the way I talked about people like you, Marcus. Well, it's the past down too. In some way, but I, I'm so proud of him. He graduated from Purdue University and uh, went into officer candidate school and, uh, you know, got got an opportunity, earned a flight contract. And um, now he's an aviator. And, um, um, you know, I always used to hear people say that, you know, that they were prouder of what their kids had accomplished in their life than what they'd accomplished. I thought that was just something parents said to sound, you know, good. All right. It really is true. I mean, I'm so proud of my son and his wonderful wife, Sarah, who's a military spouse, an incredibly strong woman. I'm proud of my girls who are both in graduate school to this day and accomplishing great things in their lives. One of my daughters is going to marry a naval aviator here before the year is out, and uh, she'll be a military spouse as well. And so it... You know, I can honestly tell you, I mean, you got acts there and, and you're, you're going to find out for all the incredible things the two of you have done in your lives and continue to do for men and women, our armed forces and our veterans, uh, watching your kids step forward and, and live their dreams is just, uh, it really is the greatest joy of our lives. That's so, that's so funny you should say that because I, I completely agree with you. When your parent, when you hear a parent say, oh, I'm so proud of my son, I thought that's just what you're supposed to say until you have kids. And, and when you figure out, and, and my father would always say, he's like, I'm not your friend. I'm your father. And I didn't understand what that meant either until you, <laughs> which means I got a bunch of friends and I do dumb things with my friends. You need one person that kind of enforces the rules. And the kids are literally the next version of you. It's like, Mark one, Mike one, uh, mod two, right? And you're just kind of following yourself around to see which direction you're going. And to watch them become aviators, put wings on around them and fly when, when you couldn't do that. I completely get that. This is what I tell people when they ask me about you and the president. I'm like, I don't care what you've heard. If you need to know bare bones what a man or a woman's made of, look at their kids. Not one of their kids is messed up. Yeah. And all the service that they've done to our country in and out of the uniform. And you're wearing... You served the country, too, in, in that realm, in that suit realm. And not only that, you crossed over and went and saw us in our uniform. Most people don't do that. Like, most people don't go see other people in their in their line. Or they just don't do that, just to tell them thank you. And and most people don't look at it like that, but but I do. And a lot of our, our veteran generation does for everything that, that you've accomplished. On top of that, putting those kids to a warrior-class family. I mean, your granddaddy was in Korea. There's dad. Sure, uh, sure was. Yeah, so when you always have somebody to look look up to and it's not that your dad's looking down on you he's just waiting for you to get big so he can look you right in the eye mm -hmm. and uh well i i gotta tell you it sounds to me like you and i are raised by the same guy marcus <laughs> <laughs> we were, all right <laughs> all his kids are different but the father's the same <laughs> I, i'm just telling you my my dad brought that military background to raising me and my three brothers and two sisters and um um, and, uh, he went home to be with the Lord more than 30 years ago, but I'll tell you what, I, I've got a picture. I'm sitting in my office in the white house. I have two pictures immediately to my right. And I might take a picture of it and send it to you. <laughs> I have one awesome. picture of the day my son graduated. You'll love this, Melanie. I have one picture of the day my son graduated from officer candidate school. And, uh, I'm looking at him smiling and his mother's got 
his hand on her shoulder and she's smiling warmly. We couldn't have been more proud. On the other side of the shelf is a picture of my dad the day he got a bronze star with valor at about the same age of my son. And, uh, and, uh, from his uh, experience uh, in Korea. And in fact, my mother allows me to display that bronze star in my office uh, here at the White House. You know, it, I, I I would tell you, I'm, 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 I'm so proud of my dad and the way he served the country. And it's why Veterans Day is so special to me. I'll be, um, I'll be with Secretary Wilkie, uh, marking Veterans Day at, at Arlington Cemetery and, uh, here in Washington, D.C., and bringing some remarks of gratitude and admiration to all those who serve. Uh, the president will be attending a, a ceremony in, in, uh, in New York City the same day. And, and, you know, I always tell people that, you know, there's a day in May that we remember those who served and did not come home. Yeah. But there is a day in November when we stop as a nation and we remember those who served and did come home. Yeah. And remember the unique burden that they bear in their lives. And I just want to I want to thank you and and Melanie. Thank you for everything that you've done uh, on, on Team Never Quit and and. And through your foundation to be there to come alongside our veterans, some of whom come home uh, with physical injuries, some come home bearing quiet burdens. And I, I just want to tell you that this administration is absolutely determined to be there with the men and women who serve to make sure that they have the support and the encouragement and that they know the, the eternal gratitude the American people feel to all those who put on the uniform. And and in a very real sense, when you did that, Marcus, when every veteran that we think of on Veterans Day did that, like the Bible says, they they considered our lives and our freedom paramount to them and that that they considered our lives more important than their own. And uh, that's something we do right to celebrate as a nation. And what you do in your foundation every single day across the country is continuing to pay that debt of gratitude and that debt of honor to our veterans and God bless them all. Amen to that. I mean, it's, it's the one day, I mean, we can connect each other to everything because in some capacity you're going to put on that uniform and at the very outward edge of that, you have the military, which I mean, we, veterans day and Memorial day. Some people get that mixed up. If you're in one of those situations, like we are, some of our buddies are dead. We celebrate them both of those because that we're still, we celebrate just the fact that we can look at each other and remember all of that. And when you have those, that memorabilia on your wall from those previous wars and service and then afterward, look at the culmination of all of that. One of them even always stepped into the, into the highest office in the land. That's amazing to come from nothing. Good Lord. But thank you so much for allowing us to do that and, and looking out for the boys, just like you said you would when you got in there. And it's because you're so, atta- I mean, you, you're, you have a link to us, that uniform. I mean, we all join separate separate teams kind of one big family but it's it's all one of those things where once you get through all of that and we go out into the field uh we become a family again and then when you get out it's separated it is it's a family tradition and and we need to keep it going so thank you again for coming on and and uh doing that with us sir thank you so much oh gosh no uh, marcus melanie Thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, Team Never Quit. Thank you for what uh, you do across the country for all the men and women of our armed forces, all of our veterans. And 
just just thank you for your uh, incredible and inspiring example. We uh, we're truly truly grateful, and uh, uh, and it really is an honor to be with you for this Veterans Day special. Yes, thank sir. you. Thank you. Tell the family we said hello. God, God bless, bless y'all. Be careful. Thank you again. God bless you both. Take care. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Um, bye bye. Mr. Vice President, we'd just like to thank you again for coming on here and celebrating Veterans Day with us and um, letting everybody kind of share a little little moment of your day. I mean, I, we know that, that it's it's busy every single day. It's got to be tough being responsible for everybody in the family, much less just those of you in, in our house. So thank you again for doing that. Yeah, we're we're super honored. I mean, yeah, take, take, take the time out of your day to be on the Team Never Quit podcast. That's epic. Thank you so much. I mean, we're so honored and we can really feel the passion that you have for our veterans and we're very appreciative of that. That's the best part about the team room, man. Cool people. If you want to be the first one to know when we drop new episodes, then you need to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. You can press the purple subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast player to be notified the moment we release a new episode. The show is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much any other podcast player. We've had a ton of great episodes and had some incredible guests along the way. J.J. Watt, David Goggins, and LaDamian Washington. If you're already following us on Facebook and Instagram, you know we keep our followers up to date with new gear, new sales, new guests, new events, tons of other stuff you're not going to get anywhere else. If you're not following us yet, you're missing out. Follow us right now at team underscore never quit. You can keep up with Marcus at Marcus Luttrell, Melanie at Melanie Luttrell, and me at Andrew Brockenbush on Instagram. All right, thanks again for everybody who... uh keeps bringing us back uh, thanks again for the team man we love you guys all the guys out there the veterans guys and gals man it has been uh it's been one great ride and it's an honor to be in this fraternity with y'all uh, uh now that we're out and back in the community and sharing these stories and kind of bringing everybody back together again what we've created here with the team room and then all all y'all out there in the field is is uh, truly wonderful man i love being uh, a part of it so on this veterans day Everybody, you get out there and, and enjoy each other's company and celebrate uh, each other. And for the things that, that we've had to go through together, the, uh, the ups and the downs. And um, remember that the generation that went before us and the ones that are coming after us are just as important as the ones that we served with. And it's important that we remember each other through our good times and our bad because that's how we survive. I'm out. <laughs>